quote the commentator from being sports <laughs> this time for Africa. <laughs> Tell you what, there's some clips that pop up every now and then from Arabic commentators. <laughs> or African absolutely com- amazing. Or, or African commentators. Um, welcome everyone to the Backpeg AFCON quarterfinal recap and semifinal previews. And Nathan's alongside me. Yes, I am. And Bafana, Bafana into the semi-final. Even I didn't think they'd get this far. No, you did think they'd get this far. I think you had them going for the semi-final. And that's where their no, reign of terror stopped. That's where their reign of terror stopped. But uh, back to the commentators on AFCON. Yes. Jeez, there's some classic commentary in there. I mean, not, yeah, Peter, oh, not, not Peter Drury stuff, right? <laughs> but I have to hand it to them, right? They've got away with words, and and the fact that they're actually making it up on the spot uh, mm. <laughs> is pretty entertaining at times. And they get caught, like we do at times, get caught for want of a better word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes, the uh, one of the uh, play-by-play commentators, the leads, uh, who has done half of the knockouts, he certainly uh, gets going like a, a Spanish commentator would. Mm. You'll 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 know. Mm. <laughs> and uh yes that's uh that that is great listening but yeah all the commentary has been great but you're at the top of the show you're referencing uh the, the clip uh from yes. the arabic commentary on being sport <laughs> during the shootout of uh south korea cape verde islands and uh yes breaking out into song waka waka correct <laughs> correct waka waka indeed nathan 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 afcon's <laughs> a tournament that keeps on giving unbelievable as we said in the quarterfinal stats about the teams that aren't with, weren't with us then, mm-hmm. how we didn't have any team that went to the Men's World Cup. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any team that made the quarterfinal of the 2021 tournament. Mm-hmm. I've got another one for you. Hit me with it. Here in this semifinal, we've also lost every single group winner of this tournament. Shit, you're right. They're all gone. They're all gone. All six of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're all gone. There's no group winners left. I didn't think about so that. So that, that entire that, group phase was pointless. That just dawned on me now. <laughs> you may as well just draw them out of a hat and go, here you go. No. Uh, we wouldn't have the drama and the madness that uh, yeah, yeah. that AFCON is. <laughs> and like I said, I mean, it's knocking futs. It really is. Mm. It, it's just insane. Um, where should we start? Should we start with Nigeria or should we start with the doctor? Let's start with Nigeria. Okay. i tell you what. This game could have, you know, this game could have gone Angola's way a couple of times. And for the lick of paint, this game could have gone extra time and penalties. Yeah, very it much so. really was close. Like, Mabalulu had so many chances. Gelson Dala as well. That was so close, Angola. So close. It's a good game. It was and, a really good game, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And Lukman with a wonderful finish, finish. But Great credit, finish. I think, has to go to Moses Simon. Yeah. Yeah, look, it was a great finish, but you're right. Yeah, and it just that um, that seed of doubt in the Angolan defence just for that split second, you know, uh, catches them short, and Lookman just um, puts that goal away. It was so nice, such a great finish. wasn't mm. my go- wasn't my goal of the group of this uh, round though? I have to say, no. We'll uh, come on to that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, but look, Nigeria doing the business just about, just about. Look, Angola had their chances. Yes, they hit the post. They probably should have scored at least one of the opportunities they had. But look, Nigeria, I mean, they, they do just enough. Too. Yeah. 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 They do just enough. And Aussie men, unlucky not to get on the score sheet. Is Osman the African Mark Viduka? 
I love Mark you Zuckerberg. Have to, right? You have he, to explain that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not to me, but, you know, to, no, uh, but, to the non-Australians that might be listening. <laughs> Dukes was the best at getting two defenders on him and being able to hold up the ball and actually create space for other players around him, right, at international level, right? So his international goal-scoring record on paper doesn't appear to be great, but, geez, he was such an influential player at international level that he and he performed that job so well he knew what his job was and um it purely was to attract the defenders to him in order to enable space for the players running off him right Osman's the same mm, it's a reputation he attracts two defenders to him all the time he yeah. does look gangly and awkward at times but <laughs> okay that's that is going to happen especially when you're playing in the conditions that they're playing in mm. right which might be a factor as to which you know why the North African nations have just failed, right? But um, Osman plays that role so well for Nigeria; it's ridiculous, right? Yeah, he doesn't yeah, have and- any goals, but mate, you know he's he's creating that much havoc for his teammates to be the beneficiaries of that. He's well and truly serving his purpose for Nigeria. Yeah, for sure, and we can reference the 2018 World Cup where Giroud didn't get on the score sheet. And France won the whole thing. So you don't need a prolific goal scorer to win a major tournament. And Nigeria well on their way to repeating that feat with some parallel. Not that Aussie men's playing the same way that Giroud was, but just the uh, the lack of goal scoring for the number nine. And you're right. For me, it is just the reputation that Aussie men has. If you're doing any sort of analysis on Nigeria, okay, who do we need to double mark? Who's the most dangerous player? It's probably the guy worth 100, 150 million playing for Napoli. So let's double mark him. And... Uh, you're always going to leave someone with a bit more space if you do that. And on this occasion, Moses Simon was able to capitalise and tee up Lookman, who was able to uh, finish it sweetly into the back of the net, uh, which was just enough for the Super Eagles to go through to the uh, semi-final. Indeed, indeed. And look, you know, congratulations to them. They've, you know, they've, they've definitely come into, you know, been building into this tournament, right? Their defence has been pretty solid throughout. So um, shall we move on to... The- the doctor. Let's do it. Democ- Democratic Republic of Congo, or as we affectionately call them, Dr. Congo, <laughs> um, had Guinea as a patient and uh, dealt out the medicine, winning 3 1, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, great performance. Amazing. Could have been more. Mm. Amazing and performance. It's incredible to have Silas on the bench as your game changer. Yeah. I think he's good enough to start. He should be starting. Congo, but. Hey, it's working. Bring mm. him off the bench against a tired defense. Mm. And we need to talk about Masawaku, his goal. Yeah. Did he mean it? I think he did. He's got priors. Yeah, I think he did. And the I remember keeper... he scored one very similar <clears throat> for West Ham. Yeah, and I think he I think he definitely meant it. And the keeper was out of position. Right. He saw it, he stuck his head up, uh, his head up and had a crack. And absolutely, yeah, he meant that. Um yeah. It's not my goal of the round though. It's mine. Yeah, I can understand that. It was close. Mm, mm. I've actually gone for an event rather than... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Right? Okay. Um, Fair enough. But, yeah. Um, I mean, great free kick. I got, got out of my seat. Mm. You know, it's the kind. that's the kind of goal that gets you out of your seat. You go, what the... Did I just see? <laughs> yeah, very much so. And wonderful moment for him. And the doctor, they go through to the semifinal. Mm-hmm. It's... Been a lot. We can say this about every team, but they've done very well to get here in a chaotic AFCON 23. They've navigated the chaos to get to the last four. And 
the end of the road for Guinea, just not good enough on the day. And they had that wonderful moment against Equatorial Guinea in the last round, not able to uh, replicate here and uh, prove too much of a resistance for, for the Doctor who, uh, as I say, as we know, go through. And they play Ivory Coast, but I fancy, Les, do you want to come on to them in a moment? Shall we do South Africa? Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. I was going to spend, a, I actually wanted to spend a bit of time on South Africa. Okay. If we can. But um, sure, I think I think there's a lot of stories in these two mm-hmm. other quarterfinals. So sure. we uh, can hang around for some time on both, I suppose. Indeed, indeed. So you let's we'll do... let, let's go where you want. Okay, let's go Mali Ivory Coast. All right. Okay. Um, I was absolutely gobsmacked with this match. Pure act on chaos. <laughs> if there's a game that actually reflects the madness of Afcon, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Or this, particular, or this particular tournament, because mm. um, for Ivory Coast to be down, right, to 10 men, um, you know, from what was a second yellow, you know, what, with about, if I'm not mistaken, I'm just trying to say, yeah, 43rd minute, I was going to say the 42nd minute off the top of my head, right? 43rd minute, second yellow for um, mm. Kasunu. And no qualms over the yellow cards either. And you they can't. Both no, they were both yellows. There was no yeah. disputing it. There was no arguing it, right? I thought he, he looked like he had lost his head, unfortunately, or his, or his mm. confidence. He was just – not that he was actually striking out. He was just unlucky in timing his tackles and just – was there a necessity for him to pull off those two cup, you know, those two tackles in the manner that he did? They were clumsy. Yeah, I don't know. I think, clumsy the, at I think best. the occasion got to him. Yeah, they looked clumsy rather than malicious or, you know. Mm. Uh, I did feel for him, actually. But for Ivory Coast to be down to 10 men for more than a half of football, go down 1-0 in the 70th. With the penalty, mind you, as well. Yep. In the first half. Yep. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which which great was save. a great save by Fafana, right? And then... And I, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because I just forgot that momentarily. You're right. <laughs> that penalty was, I mean, the save was just fantastic. And then to come back, right, get the game to one all, go into extra time, right, and then do what they did and win the game. Now, I wonder why the Mali coach needed to uh, uh, ice pack on the back of his neck or like a uh, cold <laughs> water thrown down the back of his neck to, to recover from it. <laughs> That's amazing. That is incredible. Like. <laughs> You know, the amount of little clips that have come out of this tournament is amazing. I love it. The Mali coach in tears at the end of the game, and his mate is just pouring the bottle of water on his head to mask it. Cold, cold, <laughs> cold water as well, apparently. Cold ice water down the back of his neck to actually get him up from his shock. And, um, yeah, Kitsi's goal is the moment of the tournament so far, and that's why it's the goal of the round because, I mean, there have been some absolute banging goals, right? But the significance of this goal, and not only 120th minute, injury time in extra time, playing with 10 men for a, you know, for a full match, effectively. Mm, yep. Absolutely insane. Bananas. It is ridiculous. And not to mention as well, Simon Adingra, who scored oh. the equaliser. He'd only yes. been on the pitch yeah. for four minutes. Yep, yep, yep. No, insane. Insane. Absolutely and nuts. Uh, Dick Ito, who scores the winner. Great flick, mind you. Well, and it needed that flick shot, as well. Yeah. Well, Fafana, I thought shinned it, but he actually got a <laughs> clean boot to it. By the way, when I looking back at it, but yeah, good flick and, and goal. It needed the flick because Fafana shot would have been saved. Mm. And 
he then gets a second yellow card for taking his shirt off. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and he gets set off. But geez, do you blame the guy? Like, no. The, the, I mean, it's silly, right? And I would rather that celebration than the celebration that we saw in the Asian Cup with um, our Iraqi friend. But it's just insane. Absolutely bananas, guy. You know, an absolute banana situation. Really, really insane. Of you know, the significance of the moment in, in on this tournament is just it's memorable. It's absolutely memorable. It's crazy. It is. Uh, this tournament is just insane. The stats that we said at the top of the show about the teams that aren't here, but just this story about the Ivory Coast. Ooh. They thought they were out. They sacked the coach. They got a very lucky break, a second chance draw, however you want to phrase it. The last ticket on the bus to get to the knockouts. That's what it was. Knocking out the defending champions. Now, knocking out Mali in the manner in which they're doing it, it's just amazing. If they manage to go and win the whole thing, it will be the most incredible story you'll ever see in football. Yeah. Oh, no, most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, I'm looking no, forward to the movie that they'll make. They have no right to They have no right to win this tournament. Aside <laughs> no. from the fact that they're hosting it, right? But that's all they have the right to is hosting it because they were gone for all intents and purposes on the last match day and situations beyond their circumstances actually got them into the – to get that last ticket on the bus, as you say, Nathan, and – What's gone on since then has been absolutely nuts as far as Ivory Coast is concerned. Coach sacked at the end of the group stage, qualified for the round of 16, knock over the defending champions and knock over the favourites in Mali as well now and in crazy circumstances. Just bananas, really. It is. And look, they play um, Dr. Congo in they the do. semifinal. Yeah, that they do. Look, I will, I'm making Ivory Coast favourites. I'm making them probably favourites to win the whole thing now. I think Nigeria are favourites, but we'll come on to that in a moment. We should talk about Mali because they're going home. They won the group. They've only got themselves to blame. They missed so many chances. They should have gone uh, and scored the penalty that they got. And what we saw at the end was uh, pretty unsavoury. Yes, that's true. But they snatched defeat from the jewels of victory. Yeah, you're right there, Nathan. The end scenes were pretty unsavoury. Yeah, they were. And the referee team had to be escorted off the pitch with security and officials from the tournament. And it's amazing that they were a threat from really the Mali camp because I don't even know why they were so up in arms about it because there wasn't any real injustice done to Mali here. They weren't robbed, as everyone likes to, to say that teams get robbed at times, but I don't think the referee made any real bad decisions that no. warrant this sort of reaction. And, uh, I mean, Hamari Traore there, just he lost his head completely. Yeah, I think it was just disappointment, Nathan. Sheer disappointment. And I think he was going to hit the ref. Oh, look, he may well have, but I, I if he wasn't stopped by his teammates, I, I'm looking. I'm trying to recall having watched the game, and I can't think of a situation where the referee got it that bad for them to be irate. Unfortunately, they only have themselves to blame, Marley. And opportunity missed. Team performance of the round goes to Ivory Coast. Oh yeah. Easy. I mean, that <laughs> is a phenomenal, phenomenal effort. Phenomenal effort, considering the type of tournament they've had and they're in the semifinals, which I'm glad to say I called. Yeah, not like this, though. Didn't like, didn't call. <laughs> hey, thank you. I was just going to say, I didn't call it like this. But the end result, you know, they took the uh, winding road and they got there. Mm, they just wanted to entertain us all, huh? 
Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. And what entertainment <laughs> that is. But um, Nathan, I think we're going to talk about the next game, Cape Verde versus South Africa, and talk about the individual performance of the, the round. It might be individual performance of the tournament. I think it is, actually. Yeah. It is ridiculous, right? Roman Williams with four penalty saves in the shootout. He gets the right way for the fifth one that he didn't save. Mm. I've never seen anything like it. It it reminds me of that old skit back in the day of uh, Scott Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> no, just that, just that the keeper wasn't getting hit in the. In the yeah, <laughs> they weren't picking him in the face. No, but Williams, that's what I thought I was watching. <laughs> Williams was getting his hands to it, you know. Yes, and his saves were phenomenal. But not only that, Nathan. His performance during the game itself. Oh, yeah. That save right at the death. At the death. That's an incredible save. Incredible mm. save of the tournament. It was just like his goal pick keeping performance was fantastic. Not to say, look, I think Cape Verde were the dominant of the two sides, but South Africa definitely were in the game as well. Uh, it was an interesting thing to actually see this game played after the Ivory Coast Mali game. Mm. Um because that, you know, how do you follow that game? Yeah. Right? You know, how do you follow that game? <laughs> they um, would have all been watching it. Oh, they must have had it on in, the, in mm. the dressing rooms, right? To see what was going to happen. Not that they would have worried about who that opponent, you know, was, but it just would have been on, right? Because mm. they're in the yeah. coast and yeah. So phenomenal, um, you know, a phenomenal performance by South Africa as far as staying in the game and actually doing what they need, but Williams in particular, my Lord, what a keeping performance that was. And yeah, yeah his keeping performance in the penalty shootout was insane. And there was only a couple of them that you'd put down as bad penalties as well. Yeah, like, that's true. It's not like they were failed penangas or something. It no, was right. good penalties that were saved and an amazing performance from him, putting the team on his back. And he was almost let down by South Africa's penalty takers because mm. <laughs> they weren't good either. No, that's right. No, the penalty shootout ended up being 2-1, but South Africa yeah. having two <laughs> saved and uh, Cape Verde having four saved. So incredible, mm. incredible. Uh, but, yeah, it's incredible to see these two teams playing the quarterfinal. But South Africa getting into the semi for the first time since the year 2000, I think I heard on com, mm-hmm. And a wonderful run they're on. Can they trouble Nigeria in the semifinal? We'll come on to that in a moment. But to get to this stage is just amazing. And it's... An incredible achievement. It really is. Four dis- clean sheets in a row, lads. Can't disagree with you there, Nathan. Yeah. And look, and clean sheets win tournaments, right? Pretty much. So that leaves us with the semifinals, Nathan, uh, being played on Thursday morning, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. both games. Yep. <clears throat> and one is being played at 3 a.m.? Uh, 4. 4 a.m.? <laughs> Sorry, yes. Magic glasses. I do need my glasses. <laughs> and the other one's being played at 7 a.m. Sydney time. Uh, and available for consumption on BN Sports. Yes, not that they're a sponsor. That's right. So first up, Nigeria versus South Africa. Nigeria look very strong. They look like a juggernaut team. Probably the only juggernaut left, per se, mm-hmm. is like a not necessarily a big reputation team or a big fish, but a team that's really going out and acting like a big fish at this tournament. Like 90-minute performances, even if they have their moments, Nigeria have been and continue to be really strong. Mm. That's how I read Nigeria for this tournament. Mm-hmm. They're not blowing teams away, but they're just efficient. They're doing that's, what they need to do, nothing more, nothing less. That's a good word for it. Yep, and that's well, very well put. I think 
that's what gets Nigeria through and past South mm. Africa in this semi-final. I think Nigeria make the final here uh, with a professional performance. They do enough. What's yeah. uh, do what's required. Um, whilst Ivory Coast is all heart at the moment, as just it adrenaline. Is. Look, South Africa need a, another miracle from Roman Williams, and eh, maybe, 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 yeah. no, indeed, it's possible. Um, oh, I'm go- I'm going to let my head overrule my heart. No, other way around. I'm going to let my heart overrule my yep. head here and putting South Africa. I'll put, in. I'll put South Africa through. Why not? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Nigeria. <laughs> so Nigeria um, for mine will make the final and you say South Africa, which is cool. I because, re- Laz, yes. because the head has been wrong the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, that, ain't that the truth? And the Dr. Congo, the doctor, is making a house call to the Ivory Coast. Mm. And <laughs> yes, in the semifinal. And wow, who would have thought this would take place in the semi-final. These two teams. Unbelievable. You know. Unbelievable to have this as a semi-final. Like, if you go back to match day, even on match day three, like, yeah. probably earlier as well, to say that this was going to be the semi-final, right. you'd be laughed out of the building. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and here we sit Thursday morning and Ivory Coast, can they get through to a final on home turf? I think they can. I think they will. There's too much momentum now for them to go home at this stage. There's too much. I agree with you, Nathan. I agree with you. I think given the way the tournament has unfolded, it's a bit of the South Korea situation. I think they Mm. use the momentum and the energy and the heart and pure passion and actually get through. And yes, it sounds like sentimental crap, right? Mm. But sometimes in these tournaments, that's what it takes. You feed off the energy, right? And they've got the energy and momentum behind them. Um, who's played the better football? Dr. Congo of the two teams. But I've just got a funny feeling that Ivory Coast make the final with some kind of drama again. Yeah. You know? There will be. There has to be because so it'd be incredibly disappointing if they go out here with the run the bet on, knocking out the defending champions, knocking out a group winner in Mali. If they fall to the Congo, it's going to be very anticlimactic. And, well, let's hope they get through. Apologies to the doctor. Yes, <laughs> yes, apologies to the doctor. Nigeria versus Ivory Coast final, Nathan. Or South Africa versus Ivory Coast final in your case. Yeah, the head says Nigeria, Ivory Coast. <laughs> the heart says South Africa, Ivory Coast. But mm. uh, we shall see. We shall well, see. One thing's for sure, Nathan, that um, the drama won't be stopping in the semifinals. I'm sure there'll be something dramatic that happens, given the nature of this tournament. Are you this, doing an all-nighter on Thursday morning? This time around. I'm going to try and get to work as well, Nathan. <laughs> so I'm do I. Try and work my official job. Yes. Somehow. But Iran, Qatar, into Nigeria, South Africa, into Ivory Coast, DR Congo. It, it, won't be for one, it won't be for one of trying, I can tell you. <laughs> goodness knows I'm going to try it on. And, you know, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. I don't so. think there'll be too many sore eyes. I don't think there'll be many who uh, go ahead and uh, try and uh, watch too much of it in this part of the world. But... How There's going to be not? so much drama to see. There's how, so how, much. How can you not? It's fun. Mm. It's absolute yep. fun. So, and that's what this tournament is. It's you watch the World Cup, you watch the Euros, and it's not as fun as this Afcon. This has been so enjoyable to watch and and take in, and all the narratives, all the stories have been so great to see. Is it because it's every two years? It might be. Oh, Afcon is such a great leveler. Like we've seen so many big players come to this tournament, and just you're expecting a lot more than what you're getting. Mm. And 
the uh, the level is just yeah, it's just so similar across all the teams. Would it make but, it more special if it was every four years? No, no, no. I don't think so either. <laughs> no, no, bring it on! I want more Afcon. <laughs> Can't have it every year, but yes, no, every two but, years is great. I mean, look, you know, but come Monday morning at either nine or ten a.m. Sydney time when the finals <laughs> over, I'm thinking, when's the next Afcon? <laughs> Where's more? I want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. And by rights, it should be next year, really. It should be 2025. <laughs> but we'll stay tuned for that. Stay tuned mm. for that. Laz, yeah. thank you very much for uh, what you bring to the pod. Greatly appreciate it. And, and like, uh, likewise yourself, Nathan. And thank you to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all the listeners, listeners for Ooh. checking out this AFCON series, for being tuning in. We greatly appreciate your company. And that goes as well for those checking out the uh, Asian Cup series and our mainline pods. We uh, love each and every one of you. We'll be back on the other side of the semifinals, and uh, we can't wait to see what will unfold. Enjoy the football. There's so much to enjoy. See you soon. Thank you, everyone.